Miracy. There are people in South Africa who believe that there's a tribe who live in the stars. And this tribe is very happy and content. They want for almost nothing. That is, the only thing they miss is milk. And so every so often, the job of the women is to come down to earth to take the milk that they crave. There's one other thing that's special about these women. From when they're very young, they're given baskets, unique baskets that they carry on their backs. And these baskets are beautiful, different sizes, different shapes. And it's the place that women put everything that's dear to them. They put their dreams, they put their talents, and that's where lives their potential. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, the Story Coach, and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. In each episode, we explore a story, a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story, so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. So when these star women come down to earth, they take milk from local farmers. One day, a farmer who lived all alone noticed that his milk was disappearing. He would go out in the morning to milk his cows, and there would be very little there. And this happened day after day. He became determined to find out who was stealing his milk. He decided if he needed to, he'd stay out all night to find out where the milk was going. And so that night, he hid behind a bush on the edge of his field, and he waited, and he waited. It got dark, and he got cold and stiff and was about to give up when he heard the strangest sound. It was the sound of women talking and laughing. It was such an unusual sound. He peeped out from behind the bush, and he saw the most amazing sight. Coming down from the sky were silver threads, and holding onto those threads were these women. Each of them held a bucket in their hand, and they had these most unusual baskets on their back, the baskets all different colors and shapes. And as soon as they reached the ground, they went to his cows and they began to milk them. It was such a strange sight that he jumped up and ran towards them. What are you doing? Who are you? And the women took fright and they jumped up and they ran back towards the silver threads and held on and went right back up to the sky. That is all but one woman. She tripped. She fell, her bucket spilt, and by the time she stood up, her thread had already gone to the sky and she was left there. The young farmer went up to her and said, Who are you? Why are you stealing my milk? And the woman said, I'm so sorry. We are the women of the star people. And we come for milk. We love milk. And I'm sorry we stole it from you. Today was going to be the last day we would have moved on. And he was struck by her. He was struck by how beautiful she was. And he said to her, maybe you'll come and stay with me, come back to my farm. And she agreed. But she said, there is one thing. If I come back to stay with you, you must promise me never, ever to touch or look inside my basket. And he agreed. And so they went back to the farm and they began to live a good life together. The days went by and they were quite happy. Every now and then you would see her standing out on the porch looking up to the stars. She must have missed her family. And for him, he was very content. But you know, he was a little curious. 
And curiosity, it has that way. It builds up inside us until it becomes almost unbearable. Until one day it was all he could think about. And he knew he had to find out what was inside that basket. And the day came when he could find out because she was about to leave and she left the basket in the corner of the room. He walked over towards the basket and he put his hand on the edge of the basket. As she came to the front door, she must have felt something because she turned back and went back into the room just in time to see him look inside the basket. And he looked at her and he laughed. He said, I don't know what all the fuss was about. There's nothing in here. And with that, she took her basket and she turned around and left the house. She didn't look back. She went out to the field where she had come from and there was a single silver thread coming down from the sky. She held onto it and rose right back up again. You see, it wasn't just that he had broken his promise and he had touched the basket and looked inside the basket. It was that he could see nothing. I originally found this story in a book called Goddesses by Sue Jennings. I'd attended a workshop with Sue who taught about storytelling, movement and creativity. And when I asked her if I could use this story in a book I was writing, she told me the source of the story was from a book called The Heart of the Hunter by Lawrence Vanderpost. So I originally found the story in the context of ancient wisdom derived from powerful stories of goddesses and cultures that revere women. It's ironic that this story was found earlier in a book written by the somewhat controversial writer and storyteller in the 1960s, whose claims to know the tribes and bushmen of Africa with descriptions and opinions that reek of European elitism and potentially cultural appropriation. However, I've learned over the years that stories travel. Many years ago, I had the honor of meeting Taffy Thomas. He's the first laureate of storytelling in the United Kingdom. Taffy wears a long coat that has images of stories all over it, so children can come up to him and point to the image on the coat, and then he'll tell the story. He told me, when I arrive in a place, I have all kinds of stories that run after me in my coattails. And when I leave, some stay behind and are told by the people who have heard them. And hopefully a few more will be following me home too. Taffy said once, and I quote, there is a well that contains all the stories that exist in the world. That well also contains all the skills needed to tell them. There are as many ways to tell a story as there are stories and storytellers. All storytellers gather at that well. I love this story because of the impact I've seen it has on people, for the way women in particular feel empowered and moved by the story. In the past, when I've told it, it's come alive to me and to the people who've heard it. It's a story that speaks to women of that incredible burden they often carry of not being seen, of their potential not being recognized. And when I found myself telling this story to groups of women, whether it's in a business setting or a retreat setting, both of which I've done, they've often been moved to tears in the recognition of the times that they have not been brave enough to walk away, or moved to tears by recognizing the places that they have had people around them who have seen inside their basket, who've been able to see these beautiful talents and that unseen potential. And it literally moves people to tears to recognize that. And I think it has important lessons for business and entrepreneurship too. 
The farmer is an interesting character. He goes through so many emotions. He's frustrated that his milk is being stolen. Then he's awed by the sound of women's laughter, and then by the beauty of the star women before him. He's so human, he jumps out and tries to speak to them, but they're gone, except for one who tripped and fell and is left behind. Again, in his humanity, he sees her beauty, her rarity, and offers for her to come home with him. They live well at first, but he finds himself eaten away by curiosity, which leads him to break his promise to the star woman. How often do we find ourselves led astray by frustration, desire, and then curiosity that moves us to reconsider our commitments and our promises? In business, we can be so easily seduced to take a wrong path because of these very emotions, our desires for more, our curiosity towards the successes and achievements of others, they can misguide us. The farmer's unforgivable mistake, though, is to break the promise he made to the star woman, to look in her basket, but worse, to laugh, and worse still, to see nothing. And when he sees nothing, even then I feel compassion. It's not his fault. He just can't see what he can't see. The reason the story is so empowering is because of the star woman. And we know from the start that she is extraordinary and she's willing to make the best of her situation. Women in business often need to be this extraordinary. In a world that does not give the same ease or opportunity to women, they need to be able to adapt to certain situations, to play the game, and to make the best of any situation despite the innate limitations she encounters. But there comes a time when a line must be drawn, when boundaries are unclear and promises are broken. The star woman sees it and knows that there is only one thing to do. She leaves. And in this decisiveness, this clarity, there's no place for compassion or forgiveness. Her survival is at stake. Because when your gifts and your experiences are not seen, not respected, there's no place for growth or opportunity. It's time to move on. In business, we need to surround ourselves with people who believe in us, who see our talents, understand our passion, and support our vision. And that's the importance of coaching too, to work with someone who sees in you what you can barely see in yourself. So the star woman realized that the farmer could not see her, not really, and she left. And interestingly, that's when the silver thread awaited her. It's almost like only when she could be uncompromising about herself fully aware of what she needed and what she deserved, she was allowed to go home. She fulfilled her potential as a star woman. And that could be true for us too as business owners. We need to own our brilliance, to step into our true potential. That's when we get elevated, when we get the opportunity to shine. I'm Lisa Bloom, and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Making It and Course Lab. This episode of Once Upon a Business was produced by Cynthia Lamb. Jeff Govertson assembled the episode. Danny Inney is our executive producer. So you don't miss the episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It really does help us out. Thank you, 
We'll see you next time.